The Tyranny of Political Correctness On college campuses today, freedom of speech and thought are practically endangered species. Left-wing colleges and universities have even set aside free speech zones, small, limited areas where conservatives can enjoy a sharply curtailed right to free speech. And what the left has done to our college campuses it wants to do to America at large. It wants, through social pressure, but also through laws and court edicts, to rule conservative ideas out of bounds as impermissible thought and speech. We've seen some of these battles in the realm of fights over religious freedom and whether small business owners can publicly follow their Christian conscience. We've seen it through the action of leftist politicians and attorneys general who want to outlaw skepticism of global warming. It has gotten so bad that even some liberals find themselves protesting against it. Liberal commentator Kirsten Powers has condemned the left's illiberal intolerance and intimidation and written an entire book about it called The Silencing, How the Left is Killing Free Speech. Donald Trump is famously politically incorrect. He is not one to let his voice be stifled. He will not limit his truth-telling to small free speech zones, He will not accept politically correct limits on what he can say and think. Many Republicans think this is an embarrassment. Instead, they should see it for what it really is, a strength. Yes, certainly Donald Trump sometimes responds to insults in kind, or says something poorly worded or clumsy that we wish he hadn't. But at a bare minimum, he cuts through the fog of political correctness that blinds even many conservatives. Economist and columnist Stephen Moore was exactly right when he noted that all politicians say stupid or offensive things, but Democrats, with the help of the Democrat-friendly media, brush their stupid comments aside and move on, while Republicans can actually amplify their mistakes, criticizing their own in extreme terms, pandering to the political correctness of the left. Republicans, as Moore rightly says, are too often pathetic wimps, willing to throw their fellow Republicans, especially Donald Trump, under the bus, so that they can preen before the media and say, see how racially progressive I am? I just denounced Donald Trump. He's the Republican racist, not me. As Moore notes, when Trump was absurdly charged with not properly denouncing a white supremacist, even many conservatives responded with leftist attacks. He wasn't sufficiently apologetic for the liberal media, and some Republicans, such as Mitt Romney, nearly called him a member of the Ku Klux Klan. All of this is self-defeating on many levels, since when do we judge our candidates based on the left's warped criteria? These Republicans seem to suffer from Stockholm Syndrome, seeking the affection of their captors. Trump can win millions of votes of economically left-behind minorities in record numbers this year, But that won't happen by genuflecting to the left-wing civil rights leadership. And it won't happen if the GOP's leadership is calling their flag-bearer a racist. Trump, unlike the establishment Republicans more properly condemns, has no interest in playing by the liberal media's rules or taking his talking points from the left. Like no president since Ronald Reagan, Trump will come into office with his own plan, his own agenda— one that pays no mind to the agenda of the political establishment or the enforcers of political correctness. He is quite happy to say what he thinks, whether it is politically correct or not, and he will speak politically incorrect truths that no one else will say.
Donald Trump can help conservatives with truth-telling on a wide variety of issues where the left is trying to silence us. Here are some examples.